I don't know how to tell you this, Rick. What? <laughs> but there's been some requests to keep it a little more PG on the um, opening line. So, let's do this. From who? <clears throat> Doesn't okay. matter. Ready? Yeah. This is the Pod Damn Idiots podcast, episode number 25. I just solved a Rubik's Cube. With my penis, it's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. <laughs> Space <laughs> is the final frontier. Then this is just the pit stop at the rest area that is near. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast in your ear. From the Henplex Studios in Battle Creek, Michigan, the B-Slow Studios, in a very attractive room in San Marcos, Texas, where it's spring break every day and the scorpion's gone wild, this is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Oh, thank God I can't see your nipples. I love Locke's dancing in the background. That was great. He's a very talented dancer. You should have seen him do the <laughs> Macarena earlier. Captain B, take us in. Are you open the show or not, man? Oh, I'm opening the show. Sorry, I'm a little slow here, guys. No. I, I can't help it. <laughs> He's only been married a week. bald guy with the red beard. That is Jay Hizzle. Other bald guy. Texas. Mr. Bandanas, Rick Spade, and I am Captain Slow. With a hat on. Yeah. It's an Under Armour hat. Um, he's, You're wearing it the right way, and you have a nice curve to the hat and the bill. Oh, now you're going gangster sideways. I like it. Oh, now you're doing one of my favorites, the backwards hat. It will especially help your neck from getting sunburned if you have that problem. Well, some of us aren't pale like Casper the Friendly Ghost, so... At least he's a friendly That's ghost. That's just the two bald guys. It's true, like, a hat is a very important attire when you don't have any hair, so... Um, and yeah. when you have the fair the fair skin. Hey, is that the Rubik's Cube you solved? Rick Spade has a Rubik's With Cube in his hand. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm did. sorry, but... Justin, when he said that, your reaction was. <laughs> he was keeping it Fantastical. so clean for a minute. <laughs> it was all downhill from here. And I was his. But hey, at least the, the introduction usually starts good. Oh, man. Texas. What's happening in San Marcos, Texas today in that scorpion room where it's scorpions gone wild? Well. It's not too bad. Uh, Monday, I went and early voted. Yeah. Nice. And then worked. Today, I did a little bit of door dashing just to make a little bit of extra money, considering tomorrow 
I'm driving down. I'm driving up to Fort Worth because Sunday is race day at Texas Motor Speedway. Is the truck race on Sunday too? Then. Yeah, the truck race is at eleven my time, and then the NASCAR race is at two thirty my time. That's exciting. I'm excited. For and that. I got both of them for the price for of one. That's awesome. We'll talk about that a little more in sports. But, um, nice. How's door dashing? Did it go well? Yeah, I did about four four deliveries, made about 40 bucks, so not too bad. Nice. Rick Spade, what have you been up to besides solving Rubik's Cubes? Oh, man. Your penis. It's, it's, it's been a real interesting week. So uh, let's see here. Where should I begin? Well, um, not with your penis. No, that's usually where I end. Um, <laughs> well, at one point uh, this week, I had a bird in my house. I don't know how the hell it got in there. That's actually pretty impressive. Yeah, but I don't know where it flew in from. Did it come in somehow through the basement? Did it come in through the wall? Was it through the chimney? Was it in the chimney? I don't know. But I was coming in from the, I was going to get my kids some pizza rolls. I went into the kitchen. I saw a shadow in my peripheral vision. I look up and there's a bird just kind of circling me. So I was like, that's really weird. So I shoot it out with a uh, box tote lid and had lock open the door and managed to get it out. Um, we used to got, went out. Well, yeah, because I really didn't want to have to kill it. It kept on going toward the window, though. To the window, to the wall. I am not talking to about the sled drops down my own. I just see you like, it's a plane, it's a bird, it's a bird. <laughs> oh, believe me, it threw me off. It, it, it reminded me of me when I was a kid. I remember one time when I was a kid, I was watching Home Alone 2, and it was in the middle of the night, you know, it was like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. And I used to watch VHS tapes all night during the summertime. And, uh, I was watching Home Alone 2, and do you remember the part where he was in Central Park and all of a sudden the birds just started flying everywhere? Yeah, the pigeons. Yeah. Well, I remember, well, I was on the top bunk of my bunk bed, and I was watching the pigeons fly. And all of a sudden I looked up, and I must have been really tired, and I seen something circling, and I was like, how did that pigeon get out of the TV? And then I realized it was a bat. (laughs) Wow. So then I had to, like, suicide dive off my bunk bed, onto the floor, crawl to my door, unlock the door, and then I had to follow it around until I got it in the living room, and then I killed it. Oh. And I was probably 11, so. On the bright side, you probably didn't have a lot of mosquitoes in your room. Not that I know of. Yeah, because the bat ate them. Um, other than that, I had my truck die. Uh, I think the battery died. I might have left the lights on uh, oh, a couple no. days ago. You got a new battery? No, it was just one of those I just needed to jump. It's been fine since. Oh, good. But uh, it was funny. I was at the gas station when it died. I just left work, and I'd gotten gas, and it wouldn't start. And I was like, well, that's weird, because I literally just weird, started it. Actually, But I had the radio on, and it just, like, the radio cut out. So oh, I just, okay. So I don't think I had enough juice in the battery. But as I was, I, I was like, well, maybe because I have a manual, I can push start it. I mean, that is possible, but you would need people to help. Well, I had a good, I had a, I had a nice roll, but I couldn't pop it. So interesting. So it was in the middle of their of their uh, driveway. It was in the middle of their driveway, and that's when I was like, um, yeah, yeah, that's when I was like, um, 
Maybe I'll check the battery. So I called a buddy of mine, and while I was checking the battery, I had this red SUV come by, and they go, hey, man, can I give you $2 worth of weed for 2 bucks so I can get some gas? I don't smoke, bro. Okay. Like, I'm in my work uniform, and you're asking me if I can get you gas money for weed. So, hmm. yeah. Other than that, just been hanging out with the kids, doing some stuff, playing some games. Nice. Well, that sounds like a very interesting week. And now I fucked up my Rubik's Cube, so now I gotta try to get it with my penis by the time the show ends. So, I'm sorry, Jay. That's disturbing. You're sitting right next to him. Very disturbing. I'm gonna go to another room. Um, <laughs> and Captain B, what has been happening in your world? You could go hide in your guest room closet. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> Nothing. Why would I do anything? We put you something... said you were going to another room. Yeah, but why on earth would you just also be like, you can go to your guest room closet? I like his immediate with no hesitation. <laughs> what did you do? Well, I'm just... If your guest room closet was closed, you Oh, it was nice and private. He did. He did ask me about the guest room closets, which I didn't put anything together with. But now I have a feeling I should probably look at some point. Well, go look. Who asked you about the well, guest wait. room closet? You did. You asked me what are in the closets when we were I'm driving just to the airport. Was in the closet. Oh, sorry, we're we're getting off track. Be slow. How was your week? Good. <laughs> Work. Nothing new. Had a court case adjourned, so that was good. You had a court case? That was good. Adjourned. Here. Work related. Oh. What it, are you doing tomorrow? Like, I, I caught up on all my paperwork. Congratulations. Yeah, I had like 25 hours of paperwork in the last week, so I got it all caught up. Oh, paperwork isn't always fun. I started reading a new book. Oh. I'll talk about that book in my segment. Oh, it's a cop related book. Yeah. Nice. I tried to read a book once and I realized I was eating a sandwich. So. You tried writing a book once and that's the first fire of the year. So that's good too. Yeah, it's friggin' hot in here too. I'm cooking. I'm I am getting so hot. I'm gonna take my clothes off. I take my clothes off. No, not you, white boy. My air conditioner. Put your shirt back on, white off. boy. I guess it's usually off, but it's almost. I'm gonna probably. It's about time to cover the air conditioner now. I feel like it won't be needed the rest of the year. Oh, I took those out of the windows too. Oh wow! You put com- those downstairs. You committed. Put a new couch in the living room. Took the old couch, put it out in the garage. Wow! In the man cave garage. Well, eventually. <laughs> nice. You're committed. You're like the warm weather's over, and if it comes back, it's too bad. It's not coming back. I don't think. No, it's, it's pretty good. No, after today, today was the last day of it, I'm sure. Yep. Okay, real quick. Sorry, I hate to, I hate to jump in. So I, I've been looking at the weather for, for Fort Worth the last few days. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is definitely Texas right here. So tomorrow is 61 and sunny. Sunday, 80 and sunny. And then Monday's 58 and rainy. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are you sure you're not in Michigan? <laughs> you're hot and you're cold. And that sounds like Michigan. And then, a, no. 
And then it doesn't get nowhere near 80 the rest of the week in Fort Worth. So I just find what that is- funny. It was um like in the upper 60s this afternoon. And then by the time I left work, it was like in the 40s. Maybe, maybe I think when I left work at three o'clock this morning, it was about 70. I know it's crazy what's happening here, and now it's like 40. But, um, all right, anything else happening in your week, Mr. B? Well, let's see here. My week, um, I got back from St. Louis and I um went to a friend's house and taught her daughter, who's in fourth grade, how to play Pokemon because I found my old Pokemon cards. And so I played the Pokemon card game all a lot of the Sunday, and it was a lot of fun. I'm gonna guess Kristen. Yes. Yep. How's she doing? Good, very good. And Scarlett's doing good, and Presley, and um, everyone's doing good over there. So, but um, good. I lost both games because she already mm-hmm. had Pokemon cards, and the new ones are a lot more powerful than the old ones. Um, the, the first game was a really long game and it was intense. It came down to the wire, basically a flip of a coin, which I lost. And then she killed my Zapdos. I had Zapdos out at the end. I thought he was going to bring her home for me, but. What about your Jigglypuff? Hmm. I, I, I do not. Neither one of us had a Jigglypuff in the deck. And then the next game, I, I don't know what my shuffling, what happened, but oh, I, I had no energy cards. My Pokemon sat out there and just took attacks the whole game. I might have gotten one. I lost like six to one. It was embarrassing. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. And then this week's just been busy. We have actually had a lot of stuff happening at work, which is exciting. But um, working with clients and all that, I still sometimes wonder, like, how? Because we haven't even done a seminar since March, but we get referrals and people coming in and all that, and then... We got lots to work on from our training session too, but so yeah, it's pretty. And then boxing gym was Lincoln Park night tonight, so they played Lincoln Park music all night. Got a really good workout in, so it was a good time. All right, I think it's uh, time for what I like to call the news. And there's a lot happening in the world, so we're gonna start with a girl. She's eight years old. And she lives in Sweden. And um, I'm not exactly sure how she ended up finding this, but this eight-year-old girl found a pre-Viking era sword while she was swimming around in a lake. So it's, I guess it's summer over there, or going into summer over there. She's just swimming around, and she finds this old sword at the lake when she's swimming, and it turns out that it's about 1,500 years old. Like, how crazy is that? So does she become king now? Is she Queen Arthur? I think I she'd mean? be queen. She she still stays a girl. So I well, just well, I didn't think it was a magical sword. She gets a sex change. They said the water levels were very low due to like a drought. So maybe that's why she was actually able to um, touch the ground and find it. But I I just think that's really cool. Like I want to find a fifteen hundred year old sword. I'm home and I'm getting drunk with Hannah and working on your shirts. We'll see what comes out. Someone getting drunk again? He's live. I want to get drunk, but I'm here. All right, then. Well, is, is let me over? show you my house. You know, say someone over at your place. Oh, oh wow. wow. Girls' night. Wow. Hi, ladies. Girls' night. With whiskey. We with have whiskey. whiskey. And a dog. Hi, ladies with whiskey. And a baby. And a baby. <laughs> why am i why are we not over there right now okay <laughs> i like whiskey and 
all that fun stuff. Hey, sorry guys, everyone here is married or underage. I mean, whiskey is available to me Ooh. still. Uh, I'm playing yeah. the here, so there's whiskey. Our our cat whiskey's here too. Oh wow! Please don't. She's the, the one cat. that showed you her butt earlier. Please don't drink the cat. Please don't drink the cat. Please don't drink the cat. All right, guys, I got some um, world record news. I don't know what this is not a world record I ever want to break. Uh, doing a Rubik's cube with your penis? I don't want to break that one either. Hey, so there, Justin, you, there you go, like, Rick. I bet no one's. I bet no one's ever actually solved penis. it with their penis. Huh? So you could be the first one. Yes. A German man set the Guinness World Record for most body modifications, and he says he's not even finished. Oh my goodness! Like I don't even like needles, but um. So Rolf, R O L F, Rolf, Rolf, Rolf didn't awaken until he got his first tattoo at age forty. Wow! So he soon became addicted. And now has five hundred sixteen body modifications. Including tattoos and piercings and subdermal implants. Yeah, he actually has horns coming out of his head. <clears throat> um, very interesting. So the old world record was 453. So 158 in the lips alone. Wow. But yeah, so he shattered this baby at 516. He's still going to consider further modifications. I do the tattoos. I can't do piercings. Can you imagine how much money the guy must have spent on himself? Well, it depends on where you get it, if there was some kind of deal going. It's like my tattoo artist during like tax time, he'll do ten hours of tattooing for like five hundred dollars. Oh, okay. So you could get like a really big piece done. I'm thinking when you have that many piercings, you probably don't take them out every night. It would take like hours. Well, no, I. I that would be a nightmare to go through airport security. Oh my gosh, how would he go through airport security? That's kind of crazy. Especially if he has like a Prince Albert. And I don't think you can take the. No, that's that's out. just my uh, cock piercing. Yeah. <laughs> just. You have a gun, sir? No, you no, my balls are pears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then this, I don't know. What is happening? Pastures are supposed to be very well behaved. But you know. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. I just want to point this out. So if you can't take that out, that's going to be really awkward when TSA gives you, you know, a pat down and starts grabbing your testicles and be like, sir, what's this? That's my penis. Oh, that's your penis. Oh, you mother. Okay, you, 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 can, you can talk about Christians raping people now or whatever's going on. <laughs> no, I just, you know, the, the article starts with what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, this already isn't sounding good. But on a recent flight from Las Vegas to Detroit, there was something else the passenger wished had stayed somewhere, primarily in his pants. See, it is a penis thing. <laughs> uh, apparently a woman, Alicia, was traveling with her sister while trying to sleep. She told the news she was being peed on by someone who's apparently well-known. He's a North Carolina pasture. Pastor. Whatever. The cock is a rooster. She said, it felt warm. Like on the side of me, I felt something warm. I jumped up and I seen his private area out and I screamed and that woke everybody up. By that time, I actually looked at him and I see him shake himself off. And I'm like, this man just peed on me. I looked and there was a puddle of pee in the seats. Wow. An off-duty. Oh, after she jumped up and screamed, an off-duty police officer who was on the plane got up. To restrain the, the pastor, who just stood there and said nothing the entire time. The FBI handles cases that are handled in the air. So Did the you pastor, just say pastor? Like yes. P-A-S-T-O-R. Yes, a pastor peed on somebody. He was taken into custody. A pastor peed on somebody in an airplane. Yeah. Yes. I'm thinking he might have just been really wasted or something, because it sounded like he had no idea what he was doing. He got drunk on sacramental wine. Mm. Well, I guess if that's what you were going to get drunk. Hey, Reverend, will you pee on me? 
And guys, I have a continuation of a story since we're sticking with aviation. Hmm. The story reads, a man flying in a jetpack has been spotted again in the skies over Los Angeles. <laughs> so, um, yes. Was it called in by a pilot again? The man was spotted by a flight crew around 1.45 p.m. Wednesday, the FAA said. A, Chine- a China Airlines crew reported seeing what appeared to be someone in a jetpack at an approximate altitude of 6,000 feet, about seven miles northwest of LAX. So they alerted local law enforcement, and um, yeah, that's where they, in September they had the similar one too. Where was he found? I don't. It doesn't say. The American flight was the first to report the guy in the jetpack, and they were at three thousand feet. So this he's making it higher, making it higher and higher. He's ballsy. So, um, CNN obtained audio between air traffic and American and JetBlue flight crews from the September incident, according to communications. <laughs> Air traffic control warned JetBlue flight to use caution. Person on jetpack reported 300 yards south. After the plane acknowledged the control, the control tower said, only in L.A. <laughs> 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 it's probably true, actually. I want to hear these recordings. I wonder, I'll have to see. Maybe for the next, um, let's see if I can find the audio recording for the next one, next podcast, if it's available out there. Because that would just be kind of public, so. All right, last news story for me, and then I know that um, Texas has a couple too. But remember oh, how we had the crazy ones. Remember how we had like the lady that pretended to be a baby. Yeah. Well, this one's even crazier. Well, actually, it might not be crazier because she. I think she actually is a little bit sane. But so a woman quit her job to earn a six figures a month, and she's earning six figures a month pretending to be a dog. I'll pretend to be a dog for that. Yes. Um, who doesn't want to retire young and make tons of money by just doing fun stuff they enjoy? It's a dream we all want to achieve. But the 21-year-old Jenna Phillips, slow. you do it for free. She's made her dream a reality, quitting her full-time job as a as a optician and starting to earn six figures every month. So she, uh, yeah. Let's see. She visits a convention in Chicago, and some men introduced her to the pet play scene. She decided to learn more about it, and things started from there. Apparently. She claims, Jenna claims she always felt like a true dog. <laughs> that she's actually confused about being a human. Um, and she says she's like so many kids who used to pretend to be a dog. So apparently, um, she started a OnlyFans account. I remember when Rick used to do that. And she posted funny content herself as a dog, playing fetch and getting treats. And next thing you know, um, everyone really liked it, and it took off. And she decided to quit her job and be a full-time female dog. I think she defecates her money, too. Well, she says that um, subscribers pay $20 per month to see her uncensored OnlyFans content. And then they can, like, call and put requests in. Uh, let's see here. Oh, she's on TikTok as well, apparently. I do not want to see her poop on TikTok. So, I, and she's really, she's pretty attractive, I would say. So, um, oh. I see why people want to take her for a walk or something. And, um, Jenna boosts the money she earns by making custom videos based on requests. And she says, the more kinky you want, the more it will cost. The most she has charged for one video is $1,200 so far. So, um, whoa, this is interesting. There's been a big surge of following since I moved to doing puppy play content. The majority of puppy community is for gay men. I know. That's what it says. That's really interesting. 
So, so gay men are joining this her OnlyFans to watch a girl be a puppy. Yeah. So it's very interesting. She created her own. I mean, this is actually kind of brilliant in a weird way. She's made a lot of friends. It's been great so far. Men and women have been thanking her for representing the community on OnlyFans. So, she even plays fetch and everything. I know. So anyway, there you go. If if you want to try to make six figures on the internet, maybe pretend to be a dog. It's probably not going to work for a guy, but... Well, there goes plan B. But, you know, if you guys know any ladies that want to bark and the, roll the over... emergency pregnancy Stuff pill? like that and go fetch. What? <laughs> I'll bark, but they might not know like how. <laughs> <laughs> um... Anyway, that Texas, what do you got? No. So I have some weird. Why would you meet me? The first one, CNN star and legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin caught masturbating during a Zoom call with colleagues. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, maybe it wasn't. He, uh,. According to CNN spokesman, he asked for some time off to deal with personal issues, which we have granted, and his other job of the New Yorker has suspended him during investigation. Tubin thought he was... Stop muting me. You're not muted. Just unmuted myself. None of us can mute you, dude. The host muted me. I have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't realize that. (laughs) Tubin thought he was out of computer, out of... uh, out of viewing range, but he was not. So they asked to mute me. And then the next one made me think of Brian. Dominatrix photographed leading man on leash around busy supermarket. I hear you guys. Wait. Wow, that's interesting. Wait, that's the plain dog. Be slow to be the one on the ground. I mean, wow, that's interesting. Is he a mask on? I hope they wear gloves. Floors are nasty. Well, uh, just it doesn't a, look like he is. He does whatever his master tells him. And then the last... Well, yeah, I'll just do two more. The last two I have, if 2020 wasn't weird enough, you guys uh, you guys ever go swimming in the ocean when you get the chance? I mean, I have, but only if it's really warm. I don't I'm, think... I'm not a fan I of jellyfish. I haven't been in the ocean in probably 15 years. Does it look like I've ever been to the ocean? <laughs> well, a... Cyclops albino baby shark with one eye absolutely baffles fishermen. He baffled him? Uh, fishermen baffled in him? Indonesia were astonished when they when they cut open a dead shark and found a baby with only one eye and albino. Oh. Interesting. That's interesting. And then Fisherman catches shark with two heads and throws it back in. Hmm. I mean, I, I guess you, might as well. What are you going to do with it? It was, it was a little baby shark, but, you know, still. It was a baby shark. Baby shark. Baby shark. Baby shark. Baby shark. Baby shark. That's the last one I have for now. I do have one later for Cop Talk that I think makes me think Daddy of Beast Daddy Shark. Do, 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 Daddy, Daddy Shark. Do, 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 do. Daddy Shark. Sorry. Okay. Well, <laughs> I think that concludes our new segment. 
It is time for the game of the week. Game of the week. So, Rick, what's happening for this game? Well, as you may or may not know, Thursday, that it was Thursday, we had the final presidential debate. It was another dumpster fire. It was another shit show. It was a little better, though. Actually, it was a lot better. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Did you know that this is the last time we'll ever see Donald Trump debate? Maybe for presidency. I'm sure he'll debate about something else. Yeah, but last time an official debate. There'll never be another debate any better than when I debated, because I'm a master debater. (laughs) Do you just say masturbator? It's master so debater. Huge. It's my favorite test. I like to be the master debater. No one debates say, like did, me. He did better this time than he did the first time. Some say I'm the best debater of all times, besides maybe Abraham Lincoln. And that's possible. <laughs> all, right. all right, let's get out of the closet for this. So, anyways, we're going to do uh, another debate. It's presidential debate, part D. Oh, part two. Part two. All right. So for this debate, once again, we have our moderator, Jay Hizzle. Jay Hizzle, please introduce the participants. I wish you were a hot Asian. Me? (laughs) Oh, you're saying you wish I was like the moderator from last night. Yes. She actually did a decent job. She's Asian. I don't know. I, I just really no, like. I'm. Some of the questions were still a little more against Trump, but she did press Biden on things where normally they just kind of let him slide. So I was impressed. I like how she she questioned him right away about destroying the oil industry. I was impressed that because was she she was from the Obama administration, so she was able to put her views and beliefs aside and be fair, just like a certain justice is going to do when she's in the Supreme Court. Grimace. Say it's grimace. Girls can do that stuff, even though the Democrats don't think they can. Grimace. But, um, all right. Welcome to the second Idiots Debate 2020, the year of Jumanji. Yeah. Well, I, tried to, I tried to end it by sacrificing a virgin, but obviously the gods rejected it because you're still here. <laughs> well, see, they took the Infinity Stones and they snapped their finger again and his stupid ass is back. So here we are. And I have banana chips, and they're really good. See what I mean? Pickles, little bird. All right. Oh, it's that asshole. <laughs> good guy in the tie. He is Texas. Is that Grimace? I like Grimace. I do a really big... My favorite is the Hamburglar. I like to put my nuts on her face and then go rubble, rubble, rubble. And the guy with his hat on sideways. Captain, be slow. If you don't vote for him, you ain't black. It's true. It's true. <laughs> you need to rap now if you're going to put that shit sideways. And the bird in the corner with the big beak and the long neck. It's Mr. Guzzlebird, sir. And uh, what party am I not a part of? You're not a Democrat. Thank you. You're a Libertarian? What party are You're you? You're a Democrat? No, he's not. 
He's on the green card. Mm. Does it look like I'm Mexican? You're part of the green party? <laughs> you kind of talk like it. Odelay, fucker. Now, we have a mix of um some He's very serious questions. He's angry. We have some serious questions, and we have some questions from viewers. Very concerned citizens. All right. Well, let's begin with you, Texas. So we're going to start about with, we got to talk about coronavirus. Texas, the first question will start with you. The country is heading into a dangerous new phase. More than 40,000 Americans are in the hospital tonight with COVID, including record numbers in Texas, Tennessee, Michigan, probably everywhere. Because we're not in Tennessee right now. And since the two of you, all the three of you actually last shared this stage, we'll call it, Zoom stage, 16,000 Americans have died from COVID. So, be specific, Texas. How would you lead the country during this next stage of the coronavirus crisis? Texas, what do you have to say? Okay, so you said 16,000 have died? Since we did our last debate, yep. So out of that, 6% would have only died of natural or of COVID related only, which is 960. Okay. This virus is still not that big a deal. It is no worse than the flu. I have been to places. I've been to California. I've been, I'm going to a race on Sunday. I'm not going to let this ruin my life. If I get it, I get it. I'll battle through it just like president Trump did, but it, it's not that big of a deal. We need to open things up, get the economy going, have the government give us another stimulus check to help us out. You hear just that? Pelosi? Greedy, even though I've worked the whole time. Shit. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is tough luck. The survival of the fittest. Yes. Oh, wow. That's a very aggressive stance. I don't know how those 16,000 families would feel. Hiya, buddy. Captain Again, B, slow. 960 would have been from COVID only. The other one's probably had all underlying conditions, such as shot in the head or something like that. I mean, COVID probably brought some of the stuff out. Captain B, what what would you do to lead the country really? in the fight COVID against COVID? Really? COVID brought out a shot in the head? No, not that. Do you hear that COVID cured cancer? No. Yeah. If you die, if you have cancer, but you get COVID, you don't die of cancer. You die of COVID. Oh. He's cured yeah. cancer. It's also, you didn't hear it's, that? It's also dropped the suicide rate because if you die of suicide, you test positive for COVID. It, you yeah. get the COVID death. Yeah, the only thing it hasn't cured is murder. I'm so, surprised. So, Captain <laughs> B, what would you do? Anything different than Texas? I would open the entire country up and let herd immunity flow, just like we do with the flu every year. Because the flu is deadlier than Corona. We got some very aggressive candidates here. All right, Guzzlebird, sir, what do you got? Well, I kind of agree with my other uh, constituents here. My thing is, though, it's kind of like the my body, my choice thing. If you're worried about it, wear your mask. If you're not worried about it, don't wear your mask. We're going to get immune eventually. We're going to get through this. Our economy's got to get up there, and the only way to do that is if we open everything up. So that's what we're going to have to do. We got vaccines coming. If you want to take it so you can try and get immune to this thing, by all means, take it. We do it with the flu every year, along with other vaccines for other things. 
Mr. Gilbert, sir, if I, if I may, though, the flu vaccine is only between 20 and 60 percent effective. And that's in the. Don't look at me like that, Jay Hizzle. I will slap <laughs> that is the ball a huge range. There's only 20 to 60 percent. Could there be a bigger range? Because, I, I refuse to get a flu shot the other day because it don't work. Because every year the vaccine has to be done differently because there's a different strand out there. So it may not actually be effective. And most people I know who actually get the flu vaccine get the flu. I've never had the vaccine. I've never had the flu. I think there's a correlation there. And the, the vaccine only works 0 to 100% of the time, somewhere in there. Well, someone <laughs> slap the moderator and let's move on. Yeah. Well, the moderator. If, if, if I can respond to the question. Please do, Mr. Guzzlewich, sir. I understand that not everything's going to be effective, but I mean, people are still going to try and do whatever they think they can to try to help slow the curve down. So if they feel they need to take this vaccine, take the vaccine. If not, I mean, you're going to do whatever you're going to do. If you live, you live. You're going to die. Your gonna choice. Die. So... You hear that some people in clinical trials are dying from the vaccine now? There's people dying from COVID. There's people dying right mm. now as we speak because I peed in the parking lot. I mean, there was one person. <laughs> there was one person that died um, in the AstraZeneca trial, but it turns out he actually had the placebo, so he didn't actually die of it. But um, was killed. But they still have to. <laughs> but apparently, they still have to stop, even if someone were to die of anything, even if it's not related, and they have to double check to make sure. But it turns out, he moderator, you're not debating. It. Let's get to the next question. If, if Mr. Right, Guzzlebird, sir, is done, go ahead. I'm gonna go right back to Mr. Guzzlebird, sir. Oh boy. So this is from a viewer. Okay. Um. Yep. So the viewer want to know: Does age really matter in a relationship? Well. It really depends how you look at it. See, one of the last girls I banged was 23, and obviously I'm 34. So, you think about it that Wait, way. Mr. Guzzlewood, sir, I thought you were millions of years old or thousands of years old. Don't tell people my age, you fuckface. Anyways, the last girl I banged was 23. So, if you look at it that way... There's an 11-year age difference. But then if you go backwards to the time that I was 18, she would have been like 7. So then it gets weird. So it really depends on how you look at it. So um, let's say that you're both over 21. Well, then I think it's fine. Okay. but As, um, as long as it's legal and consensual, it's a, you know, it is what it is. And we'll, Mr. Guzzlebird, sir, what if there is a school bus full of ladies on it? How would you approach that situation? Well, obviously, I'm going to go to the back of the bus, and I'm going to see which one's going to give me a hand job. All right. And you might think it's a taxi, perhaps. I don't know. But all right, Captain B, what about you? Do you think age really matters in a relationship? It depends on the maturity level, I guess. Oh. I mean, I was with someone nine years older than me, and that freaked me out. <laughs> I guess it depends on the person. I know people have been people 15 years older. I know people have been with people 15 years younger. Good for that person. Wow. So if you can make it work and everybody's legal consenting a DOS of it, go for it. Very good response as well. Texas, what do you think? What is the 
What is the age most people consider to become an adulthood? It is 18, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is the age of consent in most states. Yep, because they're adults and they can buy lotto tickets. But there's also places so, that are 16, 15. If Weird. they're 18 and there's grass on the field, play ball. Wow. What if there's 18 and they got a fresh uh, mound there? Then pitch off that thing until it's no longer fresh. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> I'm guessing there's going to be like a third-party candidate voted in this election. Um, <clears throat> let's go back. We got to get a little serious again here. So, as you guys know, as of tonight, more than 12 million people, they're out of work. And as of tonight, 8 million more Americans have fallen into poverty. And more families are going hungry every single day. Those hit hardest are women and people of color. They see Washington fighting over a relief bill. I'm going to start with you again, Texas. Why Why don't you think that um, the current administration has been able to get them the help they need? What would you do to get them the help they need? Technically, it's not the current administration. The president who's in there at this time has tried, but there is a... Skeletor evil woman who runs the House Senate, who whatever she whatever she runs, who's basically said, I will not let Trump get a win by giving a stimulus check before the election. It is not the can it is not the president in the White House that is causing this. It is Nancy Skeletor Pelosi. And the way I would handle this. Sure. I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> I've already tried and I've and I have and I have given her some of the demands that she's wanted but she still refuses because she doesn't want to give Trump the win. Sounds like she doesn't want to play ball. She's too worried about control versus what's good for people. Be slow. What about another you? Another thing that we oh, could Texas do is, is open the economy back up. Because when the economy was booming, we had the lowest unemployment for black or, yeah, minorities, excuse me, and the lowest unemployment for women. That's true. They, they were employed. That's good. Captain B. Slow, do you have anything to add? Would you do anything differently than Mr. Texas? Yeah, open the economy. Tell everyone to get back to work. So would you even pass this another stimulus bill or would you be like, we're open, just do your thing? Well, to be honest, can this country afford another stimulus bill? Um, I don't know. You tell me. Do you think we can afford another three, four trillion dollars in debt? For the love of God, it's just paper. <laughs> you could start saying that rocks are worth money for all we know. As much as I think that, hey, you know what? I like that free money, but you know what? I don't think we can afford it. It ain't free. Because we're going to have to pay for it. Our taxes are going to pay for it some way, somehow, right? It's true. Are they going to raise? Uh, are they going to raise the income tax? Are they going to raise the the purchase of goods are, tax? Only if Democrats are, are, are they going to are they going to raise a gas tax to pay for it? I don't know. Somebody's going to raise the tax and force us to pay for it. So I mean, everyone that's been on unemployment still getting an extra three four hundred dollars a week, so they should still be all set. So no, the all economy. Right. Tell everyone to get back to work. And Mr. Guzzleburg, sir, how would you address the situation? Well, I'm going to tell you what the House and the Senate are doing wrong. 
You're trying to put all this stuff wrapped up into one package. And that's what's pissing people off. Because it's like, oh, well, we need 1.8 for this. Well, we need 2.2 for this. How about we worry about the damn stimulus first? And then you guys can play whose deck is bigger with the other stuff that you need. Whether it's fucking business aid or, you know, um, school finances or anything like that. You need to do it piece by piece, not try to wrap it all together. Because that's what's not getting the job done. Secondly, one of the things that we got to do is we got to make sure that our small businesses are being taken care of. Which, if the House and the Senate aren't going to do something, then I need to sign an executive bill when I become president. Making sure that everybody's getting taken care of. Whether it's whites, minorities, greens, blues, yellows, reds or sus. Whatever I got to do, I'm going to hit the button. Hit the button. Hit the button. Hit the button. All right. Thank you for that. Now, um, I guess I'll just can start with uh, start with Captain B this time. So this is a, another question that comes in from one of our viewers. Should humans eat to live or live to eat? What the fuck? <laughs> You're asking the guy that loves food. Sure. What do you think? I live to eat. <laughs> I love food. So what? So when, when you're eating, you're feeling really happy. I'm super happy when I'm eating. But everybody has their own individual choice. But my choice is I'm going to eat to live. If you wait, wait, wait. choose to starve to death. You, you, just, you said you live to eat, and now you're saying you eat to live? Which one is it? Okay, I spoke wrong. <laughs> Good job, Biden. I live to eat. <laughs> Everyone can choose for themselves. All right. Yeah. Texas, what do you think? Should humans eat to live or live to eat? Humans should eat to live. Right now, there is a massive problem with obesity in this country, which leads to other underlying effects such as diabetes, heart disease, liver disease. So Americans, Americans need to take care of themselves. Yes, we need to eat, but we need to eat wiser. We need to eat healthier. We need to eat smarter. And we need to stop cramming our face full of junk food every time, we have, every time we're bored or have an urge to eat. And that's why I feel like it's their choice. They can decide what they want to do because they're American people and decide for themselves. Then the American people who do not do that kind of thing should not have to pay for the medical for the people that do agree we almost had an argument which turned into an agreement <laughs> all right guzzlebird sir what do you think should humans eat to live or should they live to eat well i'm glad that you guys are talking about the obese people but you're not talking about the people that starve to death that can't afford food that they have to eat crap food because they can't afford good stuff that cost a dollar 89 a pound or seven bucks for a fucking steak, or five dollars for some pork chops. They got to eat fucking pizza rolls and stuff like that, and that's how you get obese because that's cheaper. Mister Gosbert, sir, I do have to argue though. Pizza rolls are delicious. They are delicious. They're just not healthy. But you're gonna sit there and you're gonna complain that you know people are getting obese and that's our fault. It's not our fault. Some of us can't afford it. We're not sitting over here with thousands of dollars in the bank account. And if some little kid don't stop hitting me, I'm going to fuck him up. 
Hey, there's a presidential candidate threatening to beat up a child. <laughs> trying to be assassinated during the debate. Um, there's there's no law and order in this room, apparently. <laughs> All right, you're the moderator. I got another quick and important one. Another viewer asked this question: Cats or dogs? What's better? Texas, start us off. Who's asking this? <laughs> viewers, viewers from Texas. Texas cats, cats or dogs? Uh, my answer would be dogs. And why? Because you can train dogs. Cats don't give a damn. When you come home, dogs run up to you. Hey, you're here. You're here. When you come home and there's a cat, eh, screw you. Here's my asshole. Whiskey, where are you? <laughs> no one wants to see your cat's asshole. Guzzlebird, <laughs> sir. Guzzlebird, sir. Cats or dogs? Well, kind of torn at this point. I don't like both of them. No? Well, I keep on seeing Beast Loads Cat's asshole, so I don't like that. But at the same time, I have dogs at my house that like to pee on everything, even though they're trained properly after they've been outside for two hours. So, have you never been peed on, Mr. Guzzlebird, sir? Don't you worry about what I did with that hooker one Friday night. Guzzlebird, sir. If they're trained properly, then how are they peeing inside? I don't know. They just are like, fuck it. I'm mad at you. I'm going to piss everywhere. Oh, boy. And Captain B, slow. Dogs or cats? I'm going to still go with dogs. I like my cats, but they like to claw stuff. Mm. And then and then sometimes they like to pee on stuff that's not in their litter box. Mm. Cat piss stinks. So, but... but but my dog likes to lick everything and tries to nip you. That's that's true. I have met so I, I have met this presidential candidate's dog before. He gets a little cray cray. <laughs> so I'm still gonna go with dogs. All right, but they're both almost equally stupid. All right, guys. Well, we have time for one more serious if, question and if, and two more uh, user questions. If I may, though, I'd like to go with the third party in there. Reptiles. Reptiles are better than both. Um, that wasn't yeah, the question. Yeah, I, I like that. I, yes. What about birds, huh? Are you fucking racist to birds now? I remember when you used to own a guana, Josh. The last time I had a bird, it got frozen to death. So I choose not to go with the bird because I can keep a reptile alive. All right. Jerry! <laughs> We're going to the next subject here. Um, Captain B, I want to talk about minimum wage. We're talking a lot about struggling small businesses, business owners these days. Do you think this is the right time to ask them to raise the minimum wage? So if, no. you, if you look at presidential candidate Joe Biden, he spoke of a $15 federal minimum wage. So what, do you think that's fair? Um, would you enact something like that? Why? Why not? No, that's absolutely not fair. It, $15 an hour, that, that's pretty darn high. Um that's what I make in law enforcement. Come on. I, I, I don't move that, Chelsea. It's going out. Well, she just blew the fire pit up almost. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm trying to move She just had one. sparks fly everywhere. The roof. The roof is on fire. Uh, the we minimal, don't need no water. The, the motherfucker burn. The uh, minimum wage should be left up to the states. Yeah. Every state's different. 
fifteen dollars an hour in California is like two dollars an hour in Michigan. It does not work there. That's right. Fifteen dollars an hour in Michigan for minimum wage is ridiculously high. Because the people with actually college educations forming dangerous jobs are only making that. It ain't right. Texas, what do you Not think? Not to mention, if oh, you yeah. have forced the minimum wage to be increased, people lose jobs because then these companies don't have the money to pay people. So that means there's more unemployment. There's more poverty. That's very that's a possibility. Texas, what do you think? I do kind of agree with my opponent, Mr. Slow there. Because if you notice, McDonald's raised their minimum wage, but then what did they do? They got rid of most of their cashiers by doing an automated touchscreen ordering system. Basically taking those jobs away. If you increase the minimum wage, you increase the cost of living. But like Bislo said, it does depend on the state. Because $15 in California, yeah, that ain't nothing. California is the most expensive, but I wonder why. <laughs> they have nut, they, they continuously elect nut jobs who run that state into the ground. <laughs> yes, With the do. exception of Arnold. Don't. With the exception of Arnold. And the guy in By the, the jetpack. He's in the air. Mr. Schwarzenegger, sir. We hope you speedy recovery after your heart surgery today. He was already walking around in Cleveland. It's true. And um, but, what? Go ahead, Mr. Moderator. Sir. I was going to ask a Guzzlebird, sir, had a opinion on the minimum wage. Were you done yet? I can wait. I I I will let Guzzlebird go because I'm interested to see what he has to say. Well, as somebody who worked from the bottom and worked his way up. I can understand the thought for having a higher minimum wage. At the same time, I agree with both of my constituents here that each state is different. What I do think we need to do is I think the cost of living needs to go down because every time that the minimum wage goes up, the cost of living goes up. And we're just evening ourselves out to where we were just at. And then businesses are going to start going down. But if the cost of living went down, we wouldn't need to raise the minimum wage. Because people could actually afford to live. Thank you very much, Mr. Gelsenberg. If if I could circle back to one thing Hmm. real quick there. Captain Slow was talking about about college-educated people. Um, I, I do not think people need to go to college unless they're going to become a doctor or a lawyer, you do not need some BS liberal arts degree or some uh, gender studies that you're never going to use, have thousands and thousands of dollars in student loans just to work minimum wage at McDonald's. What's wrong? I agree with that. I think people need to go into the trades. Uh, Okay, business degrees are fine too, so are financial. Mm, But people who go for like gender studies... Or, or the uh, the liberal arts, or anything like that. Most degrees are pointless. It's learned on the job. Guess what? My degree is in criminal justice. What that degree is good in? It's criminal justice. It's useless anywhere else. And you know what? When you get to start working in the field, 
you learn everything. Most places you learn on the job, on the job training, on the job courses, on the job certifications. That's where you learn most of your jobs. People need to go into the trades. I mean, you got to think, you, you can't build houses fast enough. Electricians are needed like crazy. Plumbers are needed like crazy. And they make good Welders money. Welders are needed They'll like do it. They do. crazy. They'll do it. Auto technicians. Very yeah. True. They make good money, too. As long as you're good at it, you make good money. Yep. All right. We have a couple more questions from viewers. I agree with Texas. Um, all right. We have a couple more questions, and then we'll go to closing statements. <clears throat> So, from Texas, again, um, which is better, Marvel or DC Comics? Texas, we'll start with you. That's a tough one, isn't it? In my, in my opinion, I believe Marvel is better. At least if you watch the movies. I mean, most people do, yes. So you like Marvel better. That's all I got. Captain B, Marvel or which DC? One, which one's Wolverine? Marvel. 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 Because <laughs> Wolverine. All right. Mr. Gosselbird, sir. I don't really know comics, so that's it. <laughs> oh, finally my forte. So I'm going to tell you my opinion on both. Okay. And okay. then you're going to tell us which one's better, right? Uh, absolutely. So when you look at DC comics... You have some kind of legit stuff like Bruce Wayne as Batman, who is a real-life guy who decides that he's going to use his money to fight crime, and that kind of stuff feels more legit. You know, he's brooding because he lost his parents, he wants to fight evil, that kind of stuff. But then you got this stupid shit like Superman, who is way overpowered, and, you know, it's almost like... Fuck your kryptonite. He is an alien from another planet. If that kryptonite wouldn't have showed up on Earth, what would have stopped him? Nothing. That's exactly right. Then you got this weird stuff like the Green Lantern and all that. Okay. Pretty much everything else is weird. Like, okay, this person's from, you know, uh, Athens, and this person's underwater, and this person came from space, and this person's power comes from a ring. The only natural person in there is Batman. Now... If you go over to the Marvel side and you look at things, you got mutants and stuff. But at the same time, they all have real-world problems. Wolverine was in love with Cyclops' wife, Jean Grey. (laughs) Spider-Man is a teenager who has troubling problems while trying to save New York City. It makes you feel real to the character instead of going, man, I wish I had powers like Superman. So I got to go with Marvel Comics on this one. Right. Everyone agrees on a lot of things tonight. All right, one follow-up question to that. It's actually DC Comics related, but who is better looking, Batman or Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I don't know. Batman's kind of sexy in the cowl. What the fuck, dude? Okay, Wonder Woman. Wait, which Batman, though? Do you want to go with Michael Keaton? Do you want to go with... Batman uh, of your choice. Kimmer? Do you want to go with George Clooney? Do you want to go with Christian Bale? Ben Affleck or the uh, glittery vampire bitch? Patton. Whatever Why has it got to be the movie ones? Maybe I like the sexy cartoon animated Batman. Fucker. Maybe I'll make this... I'm going to make this question harder. Who is better looking? Who is better looking? Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman? 
Oh man, that's a tough one. That's Captain a tough Marvel. one. I don't know who Captain Marvel is. Wonder Woman. <sighs> Such a hard question. Captain Marvel. I told you the lollipop was gay. I have no problem with uh, Gal Gadot. One, I, I'm not that I'm doing this debate, but I would say in case anyone was wondering, Wonder Woman, hands down. Well, here's the thing. I really like Gal Gadot. She was really hot as Wonder Woman. But man, does Captain Marvel look a roll tide in that fucking suit of hers. Oh, man. So I think I got to go with Captain Marvel on this one. Roll tide? She's an Alabama there football fan. Oh, that's Captain Marvel? That's Captain Marvel? Yes. Yeah. I'm going Captain Marvel. There you go. <laughs> Roll Don't worry, gal. I got I'm your back. Captain Marvel. I thought Captain Marvel was a guy. No, you stupid. Technically, ass. in the technically in the comics, Captain Marvel was a guy, but for gender equality and diversity, they made her a woman in the MCU. And I'm Actually, okay with. There was a couple of versions. Of I'm Captain okay with Marvel. that. But um, Wonder Woman's still my girl. But I like Captain Marvel too. Okay. All right. Well. That is going to conclude tonight's debate. We now have time for closing statements from each candidate, and then we'll be on to the next segment. All right, Texas, I'll let you start with closing statements. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. (laughs) I was going to say. All right, well. When I was a lifeguard, I let kids run their hands up and down my legs in the pool because they like seeing my white hairs. Wow. I Don't Texas. vote for the pedophile. I'm Texas, and I'm running for student body president. I mean Senate. I mean resident. I mean president. All right. Well, good luck to you, Texas, in this upcoming election. Captain B. Slow, do you have any closing remarks or anything you'd like to end with? Vote for me. I'm not a pedophile. okay that's good that's good i've never let little kids rub their hands up and down my thigh to see my white hairs i'm really happy about that all right we we've had some really strong closing statements wink wink um mr guzzler sir do you have anything better that you can finish us take us out with absolutely now, if you're listening to this, you heard these two idiots. But if you're looking, look down at these two idiots. Obviously, we need change. Because we're either getting the weird pedophile guy, or we're getting the weird, not so pedophile cop guy. And what we need is a bird in the house who's not going to die from wind. I heard you, Trump. This is bullshit. So vote for me, Guzzlebird. Yeah. All right, that concludes tonight's second Idiots Debate 2020. I'm watching you, fucker. And now it's time for sports. Dude, that bird talks a lot. Mm-hmm. Hey! Mm-hmm. All right. So, in the world of sports and the current moment, the World Series is going on. What's the score? As we speak, um, right now it is... Last I checked, the Dodgers are winning. A lot to a little. 
Okay. The Dodgers are winning by a lot. Six to two. Yeah, okay. six to one. Well, yeah, six to two. So, if the Dodgers win, that'll be the second championship LA has won in twelve days. If Tampa Bay can come back and win, it'll be the second championship they've won in twenty-five days. By the time this airs, Monday, they will have paid. They would. They would have played games three, four, and five. So, in all likelihood, the series could be over, and Tampa or the Dodgers could be the champions. Or we could continue going uh, until sometime next week, and I'm I'm hoping Tampa Bay wins because I really don't like the Dodgers. Same here. Plus, they have a home game every game. Who do the Dodgers? No, they're not playing in L.A. They're playing in Arlington. Oh, really? Yeah, they they kind of bubbled it like they did with the NHL and NBA. That makes me feel a little better. They have fans there, though. That makes yeah, sense because I couldn't figure out how. There's no way LA was letting fans in, and Texas would because Texas. They're is cool. they're allowing 25 percent capacity, like Texas does for all outdoor sporting events. Nice. Right now. Did you try to get tickets? No, I don't give a crap about the Dodgers or the. They're probably really expensive too. I, I'd rather go to to NASCAR on Sunday. Let's talk about NASCAR a little bit. What do you got for us on NASCAR? Let's do talk about NASCAR. So, the team of Michael Jordan and Danny Hamlin have announced their team name. It is 23XI, Roman numerals for 11. So, it's 2311 Racing. Their car number will be number 23. No surprise there. And their driver, of course, is Bubba Newswallace. And is, is Danny Hamlin racing for that team, too, or does he just own it? He he just he uh he's part owner with Michael Jordan. He's still okay. racing for it's either Joe Gibbs or, or Roush. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's not but Roush, so they had their they had their first race for the round of eight this past weekend, which Joey Logano won, so he is locked into the round of four. Yeah, the championship four. They have two more races before they huh? they got Texas and Martinsville and then Phoenix, I believe. So two more races to get to the round of four. Uh, I will be there on Sunday. I am 19 rows up from the beginning of Pit Road. Nice. And my and I it was a two for one. I get to go to the truck series race that goes on before. So speaking cool. of truck series, so last weekend's truck series race. Haley Deegan made her series debut because for whatever reason, she's required to race one race this year so she can do full-time next year. And she not only... Did you know what you got a crush on? That's Natalie Decker. I mean, I like Haley Deegan, too. She's a little young, but I'm I'm really excited to watch her career, though. She seems like a really cool person. And um, anyway, she finished in... Um, not just finished the race, but she finished 16th. In her first race ever, that is the highest position any girls ever finished in on their season debut in the NASCAR Truck Series. So, Deegan's got that record, and then my girl Natalie Decker, she has the highest position the girls ever finished in the Truck Series at five. And she will be returning after getting over some health issues to Texas so that Texas can watch her. And they've been in communication with each other, so... Yes, I, I've commented on a few of her Facebook posts, and she's actually responded. Yep. 
So that's he pretty cool. He wants me. <laughs> I mean, she does. She does have a boyfriend who seems like a pretty cool guy, but um, maybe she wants you as a friend. You never know. He has nothing on El Gigante. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the eight foot wrestler. They grow. Yep. <laughs> I know you have no clue what I'm talking about. El Gigante is an eight foot wrestler from the '90s. Okay, what? Why is Captain B talking about him growing? Uh, is I that unrelated? I don't know why he's okay. talking about that. It. Is French for really big? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, that's French for really big. Wee <laughs> wee, oui, oui, je m'appelle. Wait, no, forget. It. I don't know what's happening. Anyway, <laughs> that's some good NASCAR news. Um, so some sad news. And then, did you see the sad NHL news that we all knew was coming? Ah. Uh. They um they canceled the Winter Classic, the Blues versus the Wild, and they canceled the All Star Game. But hockey, the NHL still is hoping they can start around the first of January for the next season, and they're gonna. Not just supposed to be a Kira before January. I thought they just put it on hold. They didn't cancel. They just kind of put it on hold. For this year, they canceled it, and then they're gonna try to get it in the next season. So Minnesota and the Blues should still be playing, but probably won't be till twenty twenty two, um when they expect everything's gonna be much more normal. But, um, yep, and then I don't know if you guys talked about I don't think the Red Wings got talked about it all last time, but they did some amazing free agency moves, and I'm really proud of them. So they got good. No, we did, I did not get into them because we're, no, we're not really a sports or a Red Wings podcast, so I just kind of shuffled along because 90% of our fat listeners don't care. You don't know just that. The, just the three of us do. I don't even know if Rick really cares. I, I, Justin White might care. I'm learning more about hockey. I've watched more hockey since the pandemic than I did wrestling. There were some really good games to watch, too. That's true. There was, yes. But, um, and Big Ten football starts tomorrow. Go, Green. Go, White. Is it? Because I heard a lot of uh, big the mayors of Big Ten cities were signing a petition to to stop the games because they weren't – Somebody in the athletic department or whatever was not following safety si- safety precautions enough. I don't know, but all I know is Michigan State's still set to play Rutgers tomorrow at noon, and your Wolverines are, <laughs> man, what a tough game. They get to go to Minnesota to start the season. So it's looking like we'll be Minnesota. starting 1-0, and you'll be 0-1. But you never know. Well, actually, it, uh, Big Ten football's already started because Wisconsin destroyed Illinois Let's tonight 45-7. All right, on Wisconsin. So but I'm really happy that um that's happening and that um Big Ten football starting back up. The Lions actually won a game last Sunday, which was crazy. They looked really good, which is also crazy. Well, this pandemic sent some weird things. Also, so. it's true. There is a really big MMA fight Saturday night. By the time we all listen to this, it's going to be already over. But uh, Saturday night, they have a big fight with, I cannot say his name, I forgive me, Khabib Nagamanaganaganaganaganov. Khabib Nagamanaganov. Russian Ganji. Bless you. Okay, Khabib Nagamanaganov. Nagamanaganov. I can't say his name, tight. I don't know why. Versus Justin Ganji for the Justin championship. Gaethje. That should be a really good fight. I'm going with Khabib. That's a lightweight title. 
Awesome. I, I will probably go. I will probably go Khabib, considering he's undefeated at twenty eight and zero. But I, I'm hoping Ganchi can knock him out. I'm going the guy with the hey, cool long Rick, name because. Uh, because we did it for AEW, do we want to do predictions for Hell in a Cell? Uh, we can. I'm, I'm sure they don't have a clue what the hell we're talking about. But no. They'll just, well, they they'll just, they'll just pick yeah. random people like they did for the AEW event. I was going to say, they had no clue what the, uh, what, what the AEW one was. So, Go ahead. I'll do a lot of uh, work for uh, editing this unless I do it on Sunday. Oh, oh! I got you! I got you! I got you! All right, so WWE's Hell in a Cell—they have Jeff Hardy versus Elias. The backstory on this is Jeff Hardy was accused of running Elias over with a car back in June or July, it's because supposedly he was Elias over with a car because supposedly he was drunk driving. Which it was not true, but you know, whatever. So who do you two got? So who do you got, Rick? Jeff Hardy or Elias? Hardy. Who's the guy that got accused of something he didn't do? Jeff Hardy. Hardy's pissed. He's going to win. Hardy. Well, here's my thought on this. This is a big plot hole because they, you know, let people know that it was Seamus that was driving the car to begin with. So, I don't know if just, you know, Elias decided he's not watching WWE television either. But, uh, yeah, I just took a stab there. That's what happens. But uh, I think Elias coming back, he's going to need a victory. Otherwise, he's just going to start jobbing out to people. So, I'm going to have to go with Elias on this one. I'm going to go Elias as well. All right. So, we're split. The the sad thing. It'd be sad if the two people who actually don't know wrestling got that right and me and Rick got that wrong. But you know, it happens. For the SmackDown for the SmackDown Women's Championship, which I believe is inside Hell in a Cell, it'll be Bailey versus Sasha Banks. Mm. Isn't that a porn star? No, that's not a porn star, but she does look good in a bikini. You're, th- you're thinking of Tyra <laughs> Banks with two X's. Oh, hi, Rob Banks. I could have swore there's a porn star named Sasha Banks. Not to go with Sasha Banks. She looks fantastic in a bikini. I'll give her that. Sasha Banks. I feel like Sasha Banks is actually really good. Who's the other girl? Bailey. She's been the champion for over a year now. She's the the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion. Well, she's going to fall. She has a combined reign of uh, over 500 days right now. Dang. Oh, I think I've seen... I'm going to go actually Bailey. She's really tough. Um, I mean, that's going to be a good matchup. This could go either way. This could go either way. I don't know which way it's going to go, but I'm going to go with Bailey. I can't say that in your Trump voice. No one knows which way this is going to go, but I'm going to say, since I'm better at predicting than most people besides maybe Abraham Lincoln... I'm going to say Bailey's going to win. We don't know. Who knows? But <laughs> Bailey's definitely going to win. I love God. Um, the problem with this is they've been building this up for so long. Kind of like a wall that I've been building. 
<laughs> but Bailey's going to win. Yeah, but they're going to be in those ISIS cells that uh, Biden built, supposedly. So, um... <laughs> with that being said, the problem with this is every time Sasha Banks has a uh, major title, she immediately loses. So I can't see them putting the title on her. I think they got to keep Bailey's momentum going. So I'm going to have to go with Bailey on this one. That's right. Bailey has lots of momentum that we want to keep going. Here's the problem. Every time WWE starts mentioning the number of days somebody is a champion, they normally drop the title shortly thereafter. I don't know. Punk got to hold it for at least another three months before The Rock fucked it up. Well, that's and you could smell what he had cooking. I want to say Sasha, but... Trying to think what the next major pay per view is. That'd be Survivor Series. Yep, and they're probably going to do that NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown thing. So somebody's holding that title longer. Uh, then I will go with <clears throat> Bailey because she will captain Team SmackDown. Sorry, B. I'm gonna go Bailey. I'm gonna get the upset here, guys. Woo! Let me know next week. <laughs> WWE Championship match, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, Hell in a Cell. <clears throat> Drew McIntyre is a Scottish. I'm going Randy Drew McIntyre. Randy Orton is a 14-time champion. Drew McIntyre. Hazel? I agree with Captain B. McIntyre what he said honestly they've done what two matches so far and randy orton has been able to win either one so <clears throat> unless they plan on doing some kind of schmoz finish where randy orton's going to get help from somebody like they did with undertaker and uh sean michaels back in the very first tell in the cell i can't see randy orton winning it at all although drew mcintyre did have that schmoz win over him with the ambulance match so I'm gonna have to go with Drew McIntyre. I don't see any reason why they would do three matches in a row unless they plan on putting the title on Randy. I know they want to lead Randy versus Edge for the title at WrestleMania if Edge could be healthy in time. I I I don't I'm gonna go with Orton on this one. I'm gonna be the odd man out. Oh, I had that balance. Did you see that? And the SmackDown Women's Championship: Roman Reigns versus his cousin Jay Uso in a Hell in a Cell I Quit match. I, I just want to point out. I think you just said women's match instead of Universal. <laughs> oh, my bad. Universal Championship match. So, I don't care about this match one way or another. So I, you know. So these are girls or guys fighting? Guys, it's Roman guys. Reigns versus Jey Uso. They're cousins. What are the names? Roman oh. Reigns and Jey Uso. I like the name Roman Reigns. I'm picking that one. It doesn't rain. It pours. Actually, it's a cool name. Um, Who has a better record, would you say? Roman. I'll go with Reigns, he's, too. He, he's already won the championship multiple times. He's been given an infinite amount of opportunities. He's run Royal Ru he, He's 
basically Vince McMahon's golden boy, even though he doesn't deserve to be. Well, if he's the golden boy, then he's going to get the golden toy. I'm going with him. Roman Reigns. <sighs> okay, so obviously I think where they're going with this is they're going to start doing a, uh, tri- the, you know, they're doing the tribal chief thing. So I think they're going to end up doing a faction with Roman and the Usos in some way, shape, or form with uh, Paul Heyman kind of leading the charge there. So I'm going to have to go with Roman Reigns on this one. As much as I don't like him, I'm going to have to go Roman Reigns. And added during SmackDown, uh, The Miz versus Otis for the Money in the Bank championship contract. Oh, the Money in the Bank. So the winner of this match will have the Money in the Bank briefcase, which means they can cash the Money in the Bank contract anytime between now and Money in the Bank. So who's the who are who's facing off? Otis, who's the current Money in the Bank contract holder, he won it in a ladder match against uh, like eight other people, and the Miz. Which one's better with finance? Um, I would probably, probably say the Miz, the Miz, just because he has houses and he's doing real estate with his wife. Otis likes to buy stakes. Oh, uh, he's gonna want that money more than I'm going with Miz. Otis is all stakes and weights, baby. I think if the Miz wasn't a part of a tag team with John Morrison, I think it would be the Miz, but because I really want to see Otis continue and actually have a chance at the Money in the Bank briefcase in some way, shape, or form, I got to stay with Otis. I'm, I'm going with Otis as well. Captain B, what are you doing? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll make him choose the Miz. Okay, I think he said Otis. He said Otis. No, no. Sure. Oh, okay, you said Otis. Okay. I just want to That's it. It's actually a small pay per view. It's gonna be one of those two and a half hour ones. So that's a small pay per view. Uh, most of their big pay-per-views are four hours. So. All right. Do you have anything else? WrestleMania for... can go eight hours. Do you have anything else for sports? No, I'm good unless my son wants to give an F1 update. Does he? What's up, Zay? He, he's shaking his head no. Can he hear us? Hi, Zay. Yeah, he, he got back on headset a minute ago. Oh. Nice. Okay, real quick, before we go into sports, I just want to point out one thing. If you get a chance, please go on YouTube and watch the uh, musical with MJF and Chris Jericho. It is one of the most entertaining six minutes you will see. It was phenomenal. I was totally not expecting that. Check it out. Musical. MJF, Chris Jericho. You know what else we got to check out? The top five. Five. Hey guys, Halloween's coming up. Did you know that? Yeah. We're literally it's a week from tomorrow. So we gotta do some Halloween themed stuff. So the top five this week is top five favorite scary characters. Movies, TV, comics, your real life, whatever you want to do. And we'll start down south in Texas with Texas. Alright. Number five. 
gave me nightmares and made me afraid to go Nightmare. in bodies of water. Bruce the shark from Jaws. Number four, Drac from Hotel Transylvania. Welcome to the Hotel Transylvania. I changed the words. Number three, the tales of the Crypt Crypt Keeper, oh, aka that's a good one. Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> nice. Number two. Arnold's favorite prey, the Predator. Oh, that's a good one. And number one, my favorite, because I loved this movie as a kid, Slimer. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Rick Spade, what do you got? Okay. So, my number five is Jason Voorhees. My number four is Bigfoot. Oh. My number three is that lovable alien Elf. Ah! Elf. I have a tie for number two. Because I can do that. So, my number two is Gizmo from Gremlins. Oh, I love Gizmo. I love Gizmo. And that goddamn Candyman. Oh. And then my number one, I also went with Ghostbusters Slimer. Mm-hmm. Captain B, what about you? What do you got? Oh, my number, I went with Slimer for my number five. My number four, I went with Predator. Number three, I love, everybody's got to love Frankenstein's monster. Be my Frankenstein. Sorry. Number two, one of my favorite movies, Beetlejuice. 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 Number one, I picked Jason. And honorable mentions, The Crypt Keeper, Alien, Freddy Krueger, and Mike Myers. Nice. We're not even talking about Mike Myers from Austin Powers. Yeah, Michael Myers. <laughs> um, Nice. I went pretty much just scary stuff. My honorable mentions are Chucky. And Ghostface, you know, the from Scream and, like, any other movie where they have a ghost face and they run around and try to stab you with a knife. At number five, be my Frankenstein. Frankenstein. I'm looking for love, oh, wait, and it's feeding time. Frankenstein the monster. Okay, because Frankenstein was the... He's the Frankenstein doctor. Frankenstein was the doctor. <laughs> oh, then it's the monster. Frankenstein's monster Frankenstein would be Frankenstein. I still think of the monster, though, as Frankenstein, so I'm going to go with it, even if it's wrong. Well, you're wrong. (laughs) Whenever you see the thing with the poles coming out of its head, they all call him Frankenstein, so that's what we're going with. Um, Number four would be Carrie from the movie Carrie. You know, she starts out as kind of a shy girl, and then she just can kill everyone, and it's really scary. And then number three, Dracula will suck your blood. Number two, number two would be Jason, and number one would be Freddy Krueger. One, two, <laughs> Freddy's coming for you. He haunts your dreams. That's just—it's free. It's scary, really, mm-hmm. in a messed up way. I guess I should have been given honorable mention to the saw from the Saw movies. Those weird clown things. 
They're kind of freaky too. But um, all right. That was a nice, easy, quick top five Halloween edition. And now we come up to one of our favorite segments that we like to call Cop Talk. It's coming to you now. And now it's time for Cop Talk. Ugh. Tasers hurt. They really do. That's what I've been told, and I believe it. All right. So let's start out with a little bit of news. Oh, wow. News in the past. What's going on here? No. What is going on? Did you lose your news? I had something open, and it's gone. Oh, no. The news is gone. Well, you know, well, a lot of people All would right. say it's fake news. I was going to say, I can okay. give you a Mike news story, but. This thing goes to Derek Chauvin. Oh, I Everybody's favorite douchebag. Yeah. Ready? The judge drops his third degree murder charge. He did. But he keeps the two second degree murder charges. Um, he, the judge Cahill dismissed the third degree murder because the law requires that someone causes the death of another person while committing an act inherently dangerous to others. And what he did is not dangerous to any of the bystanders. Oh, okay. So the third degree murder charge got dropped. The second degree of unintentional murder and manslaughter remain. Um, but they did not drop any of the charges of the other assisting officers yet. I bet they'll get dropped. Anyone ask, what do you guys think of body cameras? I think um, they're very important, considering 90% of the Black Lives Matter stuff. Oh, we got beat up by police, but the body cam footage shows that they were did something else. I think it's super important, A, for the cops, for their safety, but also I think it's important because every now and then when one of those few bad cops does something, then it's also on video. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that it shows if you did something wrong, you're held accountable. And if you didn't do something wrong, it's saving your ass. I tell you, I'm a big supporter of body cams. I've been wearing body cams the last about four years now. Yeah. Absolutely love them. One, they clear you of any wrongdoing. Exactly. Especially people like to do all kinds of false claims, especially women. Yeah. So you always make sure you're on camera. Always. Not to mention, it's great evidence. Because when you're interviewing people, guess what? It's not just your word. Now there's a video of it. Yep. Also, also when someone's like for drunk driving arrest, you get their standard field life sobriety test on camera. It's fantastic. And when you're writing reports, you can refer back to it so your reports are even more accurate. It's absolutely phenomenal. Makes sense to me. And, uh, here in, in the hometown where I live, Justin lives, and Rick lives, uh, there's just a police shooting only two blocks from my house. Oh, that's kind of scary. It does. Yeah. Um, so there was no body cams because the body cams are being implemented like three days later. So now the city now has body cameras. Um, so that would have really enlightened everything from the story to help the investigation go quicker, too. I'd say because now it's possible so 
if the cop was in the right, he could get in big trouble for not doing anything wrong or vice versa. Yeah, because the report is uh, he walked up on the kid and the kid had a gun in his waistband. He told him to put his hands on the dash. He's going to remove the gun. No, no big deal. People carry guns all the time in this country. No big deal. Yep. And then when he reached in, he started resisting and went to grab for a gun on the floorboard. That's when he got shot. Did he die or no? No, he's alive. Oh. I mean, he'll, he's, he'll do if you grab for a gun and when the cops are around you, you should just expect to die. I think that's an automatic. Pretty much. So the fact he well, lived he would actually just directions and kept his hand on the dash, nothing would have happened except for the fact that the guns are both stolen and he was a convicted <laughs> felon. Wouldn't the, would the dash cam pick that up though? At least, kind of. There's two dash cams, but they don't see what's going on in the car. Okay, but yeah, but there's two dash cams of the. I'm attack. gonna guess that um the police will be back to work on that one, but it would be easier, like you said, if they had body cams. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I know some people are like, well, some departments can't afford them. I would even be willing to. Pay slightly extra in taxes to make sure every cop has a body cam. Yeah, body cams are expensive. The, well, the cams themselves are not. It's the storage. Because that's a lot of video that you have to save for multiple years. Mm-hmm. So that's where it gets expensive. Because you got to pay somebody to store your videos. I, I mean, that's fine. I would pay, like I said, I'd pay a little extra in taxes to make sure they all have one. And if they're not using one and you're accused of something then maybe they just throw the case out and i've been talking a lot about like depression and stuff could you turn your phone down please thank you uh i've been talking a lot about different police depression and and problems that comes with law enforcement um i went through a lot of this um rick knows a lot of the stuff um but i've resorted into a lot of books and a lot of reading i don't know if any cops really listen to this at all but if anybody does i think there's two books that i highly recommend one is called emotional survival for law enforcement it is by dr kevin gilmartin actually puts on seminars and travels the country and actually awakens you to the problems that police solve the public has no idea what goes on in the police it's more mentally um damaging than anything else you know yeah and you know maybe thirty thousand cops get injured every year i'm usually one of them that gets injured every year with something because you fall Um, when you uh you fall when you run yeah or i get cut in a fight or something like that you know it's just minor stuff where you're forced to report it um, but it, it covers because what cops do, they go through what's called a hypervigilance, um, which is basically your officer safety. It's what keeps you alive, which is why when you ride with me, Justin, mm-hmm. you see me driving on the road and I catch something. You have no idea. You didn't see any of it. Well, I mean, oh, I see you catch something. I'm like, how on earth did you even see that? We were just jamming to some music and all of a sudden you turn us around and you saw something. Yeah, that's that's the hyper provisions you notice these things you notice hands you notice what's suspicious it, it keeps you alive um, and what happens is you don't just turn that off when your shift ends you automatically go into a depression state to be honest it's it's most nearly impossible for cops to keep friends that are not cops unless you have this training um the three of you are my three best friends and, and we're the three best that friends way. that anybody can have. Sorry. Yep. I've, I've gone through issues. I've struggled. Um, and so I've, I've had therapists and these books, especially this one, has really helped. That's great. Um, it teaches you how to 
basically overcome this depression that you get into. And there's a reason why cops are fat and firefighters aren't. Because when you are in this hypervigilant state, your insulin is pumping more. So when your insulin pumps more, it creates fat in your midsection. You don't need a lot. And the cops eat a lot of donuts. <laughs> well, that's just a myth. <laughs> I have seen you eat donuts. <laughs> well, I mean, you do eat donuts and then you sit in a patrol car for long hours and you eat fast food and gas station food. And okay, fine. Do, but it causes the depression. It also just... causes you to not work out. Yep. So emotional survival for law enforcement. The next book. I just started reading this. I'm only about a quarter of the way through it. Called I Love a Cop. Oh, I love a cop too. It's what police families need to know. It helps teach everybody, including the officer, about the sex you're going through. I am actually in, it's it's word for word. I am in that point in my career where I can't leave. It's too early to retirement and it's too late to leave. I'm 10 years in and you get to that point where basically your administration comes down on you. Every cop gets fucked sometime in their career. Administration screws them over sometime in their career. That's happened to me two or three times. I'm saying that's happened to you. Absolutely frustrating, and there's nothing you can do about it because you lose control. And in a lot of these books, they help you get through it. And this also helps teach your family members what to expect and your spouses what to expect to make sure that you can maintain a marriage. And the reason why I researched and got this book. So I can stay proactive to keep my marriage good and healthy. Nice. Is Chelsea going to read it? Uh, yeah. Nice. Read it. Yep. So everything. We'll so these two books, I love a cop and I'm also spiral for law enforcement. It should be Academy 101. It, all cops need to be taught this and they're not. That's awesome. Basically, it hits you at about the three to four year mark in law enforcement. So if you're saying when they were to read to it. Realize the world sucks and that you can't really make much of a difference I mean, and that still the do, criminal but... justice system is the most broken system to have ever existed so you're saying if people That's read it when people. they first got in though it helped them prepare for things a little better yes okay. and this everyone needs to have it and it should be the book should be read at least once a year or if you start feeling something just go back and reference these materials you know though like you said earlier law enforcement PTSD is very real. Almost, I'd say almost every single cop that has ever policed has gone through this. Nice. I mean, I will. You've said this before, though. Cops do make a difference. Like, even if it's only in you yeah. know many individuals' lives, that's still a big difference, in my opinion. So, it it makes it worth it if you just take a difference in one or two people. It makes exactly. a difference. It means you change something. Exactly. Yeah, but you can't. You realize you can't just go. You can't just change the world. No, but you can help keep your town safe. That's my spiel. Uh, I I do have a news story related to police officers. I would like to share. Um, maybe next time. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rick's like, no. How dare you say that? What a bit. Are you saying no to Texas? I used to know who you're saying no to. Disorderly goat takes cop, takes over cop car, headbutts deputy, and eats all the paperwork. (laughs) 
That's awesome. Dear Chief, the goat ate my paperwork. I promise. <laughs> a sheriff's deputy in Georgia had a run-in with the baddest of the bad last week when she returned to her cruiser to find a goat had taken over. The Douglas County Sheriff's Officer said the well said the unnamed deputy was serving civil papers at a home during the encounter. She typically leaves the car door open as she had to retreat from vicious vicious dogs in the past. Never once did she even suspect or consider what was about to happen this day. The footage from the hairy situation showed the goat in the front seat was busily eating the deputy's paperwork. Then after leaving the vehicle with a mouthful of delicious papers, the goat delivered a headbutt to the deputy's knee knocking her down ah. before hoofing it from the scene of the crime. <laughs> Literally hoofing it. That's awesome. <laughs> I read that not because B says he works out in the sticks and he sees all kinds of animals. I could just see it happening to B one day. I've had to round up goats. It's a couple months ago. Yeah, but I'm waiting for you to get headbutted by one. So we goats, can be on this podcast. Cows, pigs, horses. I've done it all. <laughs> really? You've done the whole barnyard? <laughs> wow I just took that in the wrong context right. Yes you did that's how, I, that's how I meant it to be Shit happens well, That was a good uh, That was a good solid cop talk today But Hey what's that up in the sky You know what You know what time it is Batman Superman Airplane Rick segment Well I'm glad we got that plane back in the budget You should have seen it last I think it was a bird or a dog or I don't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> we know, still just, looked up at it. <laughs> it went across the screen going... <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. It's a real shit show. <laughs> Rick, what do you got on your segment, Todd? I? Well, earlier today I was playing something stupid. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Oh, Rubik's Cube with your penis? Next to Justin? Oh, you wish it was that. Anyways, no, actually no. I'm gonna review, I'm gonna review the game Among Us real quick. So if you look on the screen, and if you're not on the screen and you're listening, just bear with us here. So Among Us is a game by uh, Inner Sloth. It's a video game, in case you guys are wondering, which you can get on Steam on your computer or on your uh, phone device. You can get it many places. Free on your phone. It's four ninety nine on Steam. But you go online, you go to a public game, or you can play with your friends if they got it. If you have friends that play games. And basically what it is is you sit there and you have a choice between a uh, crewmate and an imposter. They randomize it for you so that way each person's not the random game. You get to pick different colors for your characters. There's also different hats. Like, I like to go with the bird hat, but, you know, they got crowns. They got flamingos. The baby, the baby one's expensive. I can't get that one. Mm-mm. It is. The baby one's an expensive one. But then you can sit there, and you can also uh, get different skins, different clothing. Like, I'm wearing a suit. You can also get a cop suit. Cop you can suit. get airplanes. Ooh. So if I wanted to, I could go with a uh, cop look here. I hear a lot kelping in the background there. Oh, he is. I like the police costume. 
me, let me see if I can find a game that did I, I can. Did I just see game. someone in there called Vag Fairy? Yeah. <laughs> did you say Vag Fairy? You did say Vag Fairy. Wow. So right now I'm Pod Damn Rick as a cop, and they're gonna tell me who I'm gonna be. I'm a crewmate, so the object is as a crewmate, you're gonna sit there and do tasks. Meanwhile, the imposters are trying to sabotage the ship and kill you. So your goal is to not die. Not die, make sure all the tasks are done, or to find out who the imposters are. Once people die, you report the bodies, and then you decide who's going to get ejected by a debate. You guys will text through and say, well, where did you find the body? Who do you think you did it? Somebody I just saw someone with a hockey mask, like... um. I, I'm sure that's pro- oh, and a devil horn. Those are the two. Yeah, those are all just different hats that you can wear for your character. Definitely the murderer, though. A murderer wears that hat. Like obviously somebody you should just, probably alert someone. The doors locked. Yeah, whoever the imposter is, they just close the doors on us. Oh wow! It's the guy in the in the um, is it a Jason mask? It's possible. It's really fast moving. It's jumpy. Yeah. So like right now, I'm downloading. And somebody reported a dead body. So they're going to sit there. They're going to discuss who's going to, so, who they think it was. Like, I'll say where. The pastors have a knife, a gun, and a yes, and the gun, and he has the monster gun. So my son is trying to explain wow. that, they, that the imposters have different weapons that kill the people that are the crewmates. But the goal is to get either the imposters out or for the imposters to kill everybody out so they're the last one standing. So the imposters win or the roommate wins. (laughs) This reminds me of the um, Jackbox games game called Push the Button. Push the Button. Yes, this is one of the reasons why I like this game because I was like, I kind of like it because you do these tasks and then they ask you which tasks you did. Dad, don't get killed. So like right now they're what? voting. Everybody's kind of cussing each other, everybody out. People are like, "Oh, go with green." Dad, don't get killed. The one guy said, "F you," and I'm eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it said, "Where green? Any sus? Why green? F you, and I'm eight. Why is an eight-year-old using that kind of language? I don't know. Lock where you're using schools, that kind man, of language. Public schools. Lock, are you eight? (laughs) Wait, that's not his character, though, because he's not obviously playing because he's here. All right, so now we voted off uh, the green guy because... Because he's eight and he has a potty mouth. Get out of here. So he gets ejected and he was not the imposter. Yeah, but his mouth made... So did you just kill an innocent man? No, he had a potty mouth. Who's an eight-year-old swearing at people? There's no respect for elders anymore. And he said the penis. And he. <laughs> <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh, it was the chase and the hit. All right. So the black and the purple was was the imposter. So we lost. Somehow they killed off everybody. I was a right guy. I told mask. you the guy with the mask. I know this game's so good. Anyway, oh. so I, I like oh, no. that. What did you grade it? Uh, I'm really liking this game. It's been pretty addictive. Woo! I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. So if you want to check it out, pick it up on Steam for four ninety nine, or you can pick it up free with ads on your Android device. I like 4 <coughs> so, yeah, what I like. check it out, Among Us. And if you're playing, find me. I'm always playing as Poddam Rick. If you're playing Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> you're acting awfully no, sus to- there, Red. 
Oh, I might man. have to get Among Us and play too. Yeah, I Who think, is the um, fungus Among Us? I, I I think I think Jay should get it, and then you should get I it. I played it once or twice with Amanda and some of her friends. I didn't no idea what I was doing, but I actually didn't die right away. Well, you have a Discord server, so it's a lot funner when you can actually sit there and and play on a private thing. Yeah, we we did we made a private group and made it public so other people could join us. So it was intense. I had no idea what I was doing, but it was still fun. Perhaps, perhaps. All right. Well, that was Rick's segment, and now it is time for... <laughs> Tweets of the Week. All right. Why did Rick just push Guzzlebird's head down towards his penis? I don't know. He's helping him solve the Rubik's Cube. I needed him to shove his hand up my ass so I can talk. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. You can put the headphones on and listen. Can you? Oh, yeah, he can listen. <laughs> All right. Let's start with some dad jokes. Dad to his son. Do you want to hear a really good Batman impression? Son. Go on, then. Dad growls. No, not the kryptonite. Son. That's Superman. Dad. Thanks. I've been practicing a lot. <laughs> I was laughing now. <laughs> Did you hear about the guy who dipped his testicles in glitter? What? Pretty nuts. <laughs> oh my fucking god! My uh, my wife is kicking me out because she's fed up with my South American animal puns. Okay, I said alpaca my bags. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a man that used different cuts of steak to create portraits of people. It was a rare medium, but well done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I found another great one. All right, guys, you ready for this? Oh, boy. I tried to sue the airline for misplacing my luggage. I lost my case. <laughs> what kind of shoes do ninjas wear? Ooh, what kind? What? Sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I got a joke. Um, how can a room full of married people be empty? Because there's not a single person there. <laughs> That's funny. My dad died when he couldn't remember his blood type. As he died, he kept insisting, be positive, but it's hard without him. Mm. Oh, what do sprinters eat before a race? Nothing, they fast. Oh. <laughs> oh, he got you on that one. I said that one last week. Oh, did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? What? Great food. No atmosphere. <laughs> nice. My boss said, I find it highly suspicious that you're only sick on weekdays. I said, it must be my weekend immune system. (laughs) 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 I like this one, too. I remember my childhood quite fondly when dad used to roll us down the hill inside car tires. Those were the good years. (laughs) (laughs) What, What happens when you go to the bathroom in France? Um, you go. European. European. 
Do you know the last thing my grandfather said to me before he kicked the bucket? That penis. What? Grandson, watch how far I can kick the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got, t- I got two more. I try to say mucho when I'm around my Hispanic friends. It means a lot to them. <laughs> it's, it means a lot to them because it's Spanish for a lot. Um, and did you hear how the zombie bodybuilder hurt his back? He was deadlifting. Wow. Uh, what they call people who like to tell dad jokes that aren't dads? Plant daddies. Justin. Oh. <laughs> Faux pas. <laughs> I'm, I'm a faux pas. Now he's joining. You did break him. How does Moses make his coffee? How? Ow. He brews it. <laughs> That's awesome. Actually, want to know something sad but awesome? I found a dad jokes group on Facebook that I joined. <laughs> I love it. Did you see that one? Did you see the one I joined or did you do a different one? Uh, I don't know. I did dad jokes, dad jokes everywhere. Yeah. There's so much good stuff on there. I'm scrolling through and I'm like, this is hilarious. We're all, oh, this is the dad joke site. Like, so question, <laughs> do you actually share your own dad jokes? Cause you sure as hell don't share anything for this podcast. <laughs> what? I don't share any dad jokes, but I like it. I like it too. I like telling dad jokes. Dad jokes Sometimes are Sometimes cool. he laughs. Dad jokes. <laughs> But, um, all right, now we got to get serious, guys. We got to see what our presidential candidates are tweeting about. Do we really? Oh, yes, yeah, Joe Biden says wearing a mask is not a political statement. I just want to make sure that you guys know that's what he thinks. And Student. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Can I go to the bathroom? Teacher, it's May. Student, no, it's January. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah, think wow. about it. <laughs> I'm like, it's January. What's so funny about that? And then I get, because it's me. I, I would rather listen to dad jokes than hear you talk about freaking Biden. Hey, more than 50 million Americans have already voted. We're making history. That's Joe what Biden's Joe said. A dumbass. Well, you know what? I have to tell you something. You guys know what I'm going to say about Donald Trump, right? Huge. Law and order. Dot, dot, dot. Big Bang Theory. He's orange. He Kill tweets a lot. So here's what Don had to say. P. Donnie. President Donnie. P. Joe Don. Biden's response to the H1N1 swine flu, far less lethal than COVID-19, was one of the weakest and worst in the history of fighting epidemics and pandemics. It was pathetic. Perfect. Those involved have said Joe didn't have a clue. He also said, um, oh, Joe Biden was very disrespectful to President Obama at last night's debate when he said that he, Joe, was vice president, not president, when trying to make excuses for their failed immigration policies. I wonder what O was thinking when he heard that one. Real quick. Sorry to interrupt. Do you see any of his stupid ads on TV? The, the Biden the Biden political ads. Maybe. I try not to watch them. I don't watch them. <laughs> There's one that said, he led us through, or he, they said, uh, Biden led us through the the uh, economic, uh, dang it, the collapse in 2008. 
He's like, oh, he led us through that, huh? <laughs> wonder how, <laughs> I wonder how Obama feels about that one. Oh, poor Obama, huh? But um, it, it, it is kind of funny. I'm excited to see what Saturday Night Live does. I guarantee you the Abraham Lincoln thing gets in there when Biden called Trump Lincoln. He called him Abe Lincoln. Yep. Biden said he's going to transition out of fracking by 2025. I hope Texas, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Oklahoma, North Dakota, and all the rest were listening last night. High energy prices, massive jobs losses. Vote Trump. That's true. Although, I already voted. on a positive note, if like oil goes up really high and we're holding oil stocks, maybe we'll make some money off of it. Maybe my tanker business can go back to $2 million a share. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> we'll be paying like $7 a gallon for fuel, but at least we'll be rich. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the country is screwed. <laughs> All right. And then let's let's do Arnold. Um, kind of like Texas mentioned, Arnold actually had some heart surgery today. And um, oh. he's actually already re- out walking around. Man, if you were lucky enough to be in Cleveland, you could have saw Arnold Schwarzenegger, even though you probably wouldn't even like you wouldn't what the think hell he'd be is there. What he doing in Cleveland anyway? Cle- Cleveland Clinic. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland <laughs> Clinic. Is, Cleveland <laughs> Clinic supposedly one of like the top clinics in the world, especially for heart surgery. Yeah, it's like the only thing that the <laughs> state of Ohio is good for is Cedar Point and the Cleveland Clinic, but and for lighting the rivers on fire. Huh. So here's what Arnold said. <clears throat> Thanks to the team at the Cleveland Clinic. I have a new erotic valve to go along with my new pulmonary valve from my last surgery. I feel fantastic. And I've already been walking the streets of Cleveland, enjoying your amazing statues. Thank you to every doc and nurse on my team. He got a new what valve? Aorta. Aortic. I said erotic. (laughs) You said erotic valve. I got a new erotic valve. Penis? What? I got an erotic valve so I can get hard. Put the cookie down and get on this rod. That's why I started like, I I knew I instantly pronounced it wrong. Aortic. (laughs) I have have a new aortic valve. I got a new erotic rod. (laughs) Erotic valve. A new erotic rod. Yeah, erotic rod. Um, that's crazy though. When you think of like how these days they can do surgeries and you can be up and out so quick. But um, all right. But that is my tweets of the week. Please don't sing the song, guys. Please. I'm just gonna Jurassic talk. Park is frightening. Ah. All the dinosaurs are running wild. Someone let T Rex out of a pen. I'm afraid those things will harm me. They sure don't act like Barney. And they think that I'm their dinner. Not their friend. Oh, no. And with that being said, my first Jurassic Park tweet, fuck Barney. Literally. says fuck Barney. Oh, it really does, actually. (laughs) I know what I'm talking about. I knew you guys were going to do this song. I picked that tweet specifically for you. Oh, yeah. I wonder how he knew he'd do that song, Captain B. Could you do it every week for like every the last seven episodes? Alright. My next one. Wanted to be nice, so we ordered some Dunkin' Donuts for all our dinosaurs this morning. But they just ended up eating the delivery guy. Didn't even touch the donuts. But we tried. What? What? They saved it for the We're luring you in, B. Ah. 
happy and you know it. Clap your hands. Aww. I don't really know what this uh, these dinosaurs are doing, but um, apparently we have to keep we keep having to reprimand one of the dinosaurs for waving their penis at guests. They're trying to do a Rubik's cube. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I just took a drink of coke. <laughs> we got the penis. <laughs> we got the penis. Say that again. We got the penis. <laughs> oh, no. It's over. Good night, everybody. We've ended the show. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me let me finish these because I have some really good ones. Okay. Had a new staff open the gates this morning, and he thought it was normal that all the dinosaurs were there at the gates to greet him, and that they must do that every morning with the staff like a team huddle, and know that they just escaped their enclosures last night. Oh, no. Okay. And my last one, Locke, take your headphones off. This is inappropriate. Plug your ears. Say he's in the room. What? As opposed to all the other shit you say in front of him? Just wait. My boyfriend ejaculated a kidney stone into my vagina. I'm keeping it. Little pussy pearl. Okay. He peed into the vagina. No, no. Ejaculated. I so hairy. A, a kidney stone? That sounds so painful. It's a pearl. <laughs> wow. A pearl. Well, I would say we're going to move on to a more appropriate um, part of the show, but I would be lying to you. We're not. <laughs> it's that time of the night. It's the Urban Dictionary definition of the week. Take it away, Texas. <laughs> I completely forgot about this segment. I thought we were already doing words of wisdom. I was pulling my stuff up on my phone. <laughs> really? Yeah. I could have gotten away with skipping this. No. You could have because I completely forgot. No, because I would have had <laughs> one up already. He would have thrown a fit. Oh, no. no. Hey, his got the penis. Oh, which one do I want to give you? Can you tell me what a Mississippi birdbath is? Mississippi birdbath. Um, it must be something that people do in Mississippi. Oh, it makes sense because it has to do with the Mississippi River and people getting naked. Definitely. Pot Damage Podcast. Yeah, I think maybe, probably not us from the Pot Damage Podcast, but um, <laughs> what happens is in Mississippi, um, they have these Mississippi... Relatives get together and get naked. You just told me what it was. You didn't even let me finish. No, I was just saying in Mississippi, they get into some backwoods incest stuff. That's all. He's talking about the... Brother, cousin, sister, mommies. Oh, this is not necessary. I mean, I guess it could be a family gathering, but I was just thinking it's um when a bunch of it could just be friends. I wasn't even thinking like grandma and grandpas and stuff, but you took it to a new level, Texas. But anyway, what they do in Mississippi is it's so hot and they have the river right there, so and that's where they take baths because they don't they're trying to save water in their house for some reason. So everyone gets you know, they strip down to nothing, their birthday suits. If it's daytime, they will put a lot of sunscreen on so they don't get burnt. But otherwise, if it's at night, they just go in and everyone just kind of runs. And they're like, we're streaking. And then they go into the uh, Mississippi River, which is probably actually kind of dirty, but they don't understand. They they have like shampoo and stuff. And then they wash each other up and um, 
That's like the Mississippi birdbath. <laughs> I, I hear laughter. It's great. And what's the definition? Mississippi birdbath. Filling a southern girl's mouth with Kool-Aid, making her get on her knees, and with her mouth open, you dip your balls in it. I got joke. Why would anyone want to do that? It sounds... You know that Kool-Aid's really <laughs> sticky, right? Who comes up with these things? Oh, just wait until you hear the one that we... Oh, wait, our week. generation. Yeah, really. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there are some crazy young kids, too, but... All right. Damn Ben's ears. Is there another one? <laughs> Are we there good? Is. Oh crap! Well, we gotta let Captain B have a chance at this. I got a joke. Oops. It's the bonus servant dictionary definition of the week. Take it away, Texas. Can anybody tell me what the Canadian pipeline means or is? Um, the Canadian pipeline. The Canadian pipeline. Well, huh. Canadians invented hockey. Probably it did. So it has to do something about maybe there's a bunch of guys that get out on the ice playing hockey, and you kind of know like the human centipede. They use their penises and form a pipeline. Wow. I was, <laughs> I was just thinking similar to that a little bit. Wait, Jay Hizzle, you got to go I'm last. Oh, okay. My, I mean, mine's not anything great, but. Wait, do you have something? Locke has something? Locke. <laughs> Locke, what, what is it? Oh, God. Oh, I got no. something. What? Why is something good Pokemon use a head in football? Oh, Pokemon and football? Because everything is like, damn it, podcast. <laughs> nice. The pod, damn idiots podcast. <laughs> Woo. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I was worried you were going to actually have a definition, which was going to be concerning. <laughs> I was concerned, but that's why I was going to let him just do it anyways. It's fine. I can always edit that out later. Rick Spade, what do you got? Well, obviously, you got to be in Canada, eh? So, I think it's when uh, tool hosers, they decide that they're going to uh, go anally. And uh, I'm pretty sure there's some poop involved with diarrhea. So, a couple hosers, uh, double penetration, anal diarrhea. (laughs) Jay Hizzle? Something? Sorry, Locke was telling is me Locke something. Telling you what it is? Um, I mean, I I hope he doesn't know what it is, <laughs> but I um I'm more on the going with what Captain B said. I'm pretty sure it's really like it's more like smack talk than anything. It's not really anything that dirty. Like, cause in Canada and you know me, they're playing hockey, they get mad at each other, and normally they might be like, "I'm gonna stick this stick right up your ass," but instead they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna lay some pipe on you." Eh? <laughs> well, they're playing hockey, because that's what it's slang for. Do, 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 you, do you know what laying pipe on you actually means? <laughs> they're gonna shove a stick up your ass. In Not quite, um, but that's so. okay. But what what's the definition of um? Was was any of us right? Canadian pipeline. 
not to be confused with the Alaskan pipeline, is when two people each insert the end of a straw or a tube into their butt. Then one, then one of them farts, causing the air to travel into the other's ass. That sounds weird <clears throat> and wrong in many ways. Who has done this? <laughs> Probably not Canadians. And why? A couple holzers, eh? <laughs> I don't know. The majority of this shit is wrong. Canadians get pretty bored up there, I'm sure. Yeah, but they just don't seem like they're as crazy as Americans. So they're like, hey, who wants me to fart in their butt through a straw? <laughs> <laughs> There's no hockey to watch right now, eh? Let's fart in our butts with a straw, eh? But, um, all right. Who has closing words of wisdom that they want to start with? I'll go first. I know Texas has been ready for these closing words of wisdom for quite a while now. <laughs> I was. I completely was going to skip over Urban Dictionary. I'm tired. I wasn't even thinking. That was right. not going to happen. Seven rules of life. Number one, let it go. Never ruin a good day by thinking about a bad yesterday. Number two, ignore them. Don't listen to other people. Live a life that empowering that's empowering to you. Number three, give it time. Time heals everything. Number four, don't compare. The only person you should try to be the only person you should try to beat is the person you were yesterday. Number five, stay calm. It's okay to have everything figured out. Know that in time you'll get there. Oh, not everything figured. I can't read. Number six, it's on you. It's on me. Only oh. you are in charge of your happiness. And number seven, smile. Life is short. Enjoy it while you have it. And then I have one more. Let me get to it. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Winston Churchill. For a minute, I thought you were going to say, stay calm, chive on. Okay, Jay. We yeah. got to keep our composure. We can't have anybody freaking out out there. Um, Locke, has, Locke has words of wisdom he would like to say. Locke, what's your words of wisdom? I got, Dad have a shiny onyx. And he got a yamayama and got nose pass. And he has why Pokemon falls. And he was not give me false stuff. Cause I cause I was, uh, I got a penis. Once, cause then pop them in podcast, and if was called me a turd, dad said Bob goes a bird, and and someone hate it cause it's funny. Funny case. Someone cut Trump's mic off. Because uh, everyone did. <laughs> and I catch, I catch a, a, a drowsy. That sounds more like Biden, actually. I catch a drowsy, <laughs> and I got yum yama. All right. He, and I got th- that's some good Pokemon words of advice, and I think there's some <laughs> other things in there, too. Thank you very much, Locke. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, Rick, can you follow up Locke's advice? I don't know. That's. I'm going to sure as hell try. <laughs> Good luck. Um, 
be aware of what your friends are going on or what's going on with your friends around you. Some of them might be dealing with struggles. Some of them might be dealing with issues that they don't talk about. Also, you never know what might be in your friend's closet when you come over to podcast. You might want to look at your <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what's in your closet? No. <laughs> I knew you like those blob dolls, Jay. <laughs> Why do I let people come to my place and I'm not here? I'll go, Jay. I got a question, too. Oh, Josh, we're going to go full Kermit. <laughs> I'm sending it back to you. Okay. No, really. Does anyone? I think I have your address somewhere. That just means next time he comes up, he can replant it. Yeah, I'm going to send it to your parents from you. Okay. I'm just great. kidding. I won't do that to your parents. Nope. They're too nice. That's okay. Okay. No, no, no. Nope. See this before this comes out, they'll know. Crap, you're right. I just <laughs> gave it away. Okay. I'm send. <laughs> I'm gonna send it. I'm sending it somewhere. Okay. It's not staying here. <laughs> if you, I'm gonna tell the doll it can. That's two times. That's two <laughs> times in a row now. I've stayed at your house and left you a doll. I'm gonna tell the doll it can't can't stay here, but it doesn't have to go home. Okay. But I, maybe I don't think the new tenants would want that either. No one wants that. Hey, just be happy that your tenants didn't do laundry because it was eventually it was originally going to be in your washer, and it was going to pop out like a jack in the box. You realized I probably would not have found that for a long time until like someone came over and spent the night, and then for some reason they have to put something in the closet, and then a doll comes out. <laughs> that would have been great if your dad had to stay over again. <laughs> oh my gosh! We, we, were, we were debating Just how long we could actually hold Justin. off. Justin. Found your girlfriend. Like, what if somehow, like, for many months it was in there, and <laughs> somehow I actually had like a girl over, and she was gonna stay in that room for whatever reason. She opens the closet, and that doll comes out. Well, what if that was my one shot at love, and it got ruined by <laughs> that the doll? Been hilarious. <laughs> my one shot could have been ruined. <laughs> Tell ya. For those of you listening, that have no idea what's happening. Um, apparently. Rick in Texas, when Texas was staying here, actually bought a blow-up doll and blew it up, and it's in one of my closets. Actually, Rick <laughs> was not closet. involved in that. That was all Texas. Oh, but. okay. Rick, then I guess it's not your fault whatsoever. You're... I, I was I was exonerating him. He knew about it, though. We just knew about it. Well, he had a picture with it. I literally took that when I was up front. If you look, I'm wearing the same band. It's today. When I told you I had to go to the bathroom, I was... Did you know something was in the closet before this? Okay. Or did you just go check and he, find it? He saw me put it okay. in there. Oh, okay. It was originally going to be in your washer, and then we were like, maybe okay. we should put it in the closet. No wonder you asked. you'll never find I thought it. Was, I, didn't, I thought it was a little weird you asked about the closets. I thought it was a little weird you asked about the closets, but as soon as you said something today, I knew instantly. I had a prize. Your reaction when they mentioned the closet was great. <laughs> did you know? Why? Captain B knew about the closet, too? I, yeah. I texted him. Everyone knows about my closet. <laughs> You were cleaning out your closet. I know. I'm sorry, Mama. I didn't mean Josh should put this in here. Hopefully, he was drinking lots of beer. You cry, but tonight I'm cleaning cleaning out out my closet. All right, Rick, was that your words of wisdom? Yeah, that's all I got. Captain B, what do you got? I go back to my hero, 
George Jefferson. Abraham Lincoln, he's pretty much as good as me, maybe slightly better, some might say, but others say Trump's the same. <laughs> All right. America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. Democrats. Vote for Biden and that will happen. Um, nearly all men can stay in adversity. If you want to test a man's character, give him power. Get millions of dollars from Ukraine. And China. And China. Oh, those who deny freedoms to others deserve it not for themselves. Abraham Lincoln. So if uh, Biden calls Trump Abraham Lincoln, that's one hell of a compliment. <laughs> well, I guess it is. <laughs> You know, I said a lot of cool things too, basically the same as Abraham Lincoln. All right. If you have the power to make someone happy, do it. The world needs more of that. That is like um very, 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 very true today, especially. So if you have the power to do something to make someone happy, definitely do it. That's why we put the blow I did. Down I made myself closet. very happy by hiding something in your closet. All right. Well. There you go. No matter what you do, someone will always talk about you. Someone will always question your judgment. Someone will always doubt you. So just smile and make the choices you can live with. I like that. It's pretty simple, but it makes a lot of sense. It's not about, don't worry about what everyone else thinks. What about, do what's good for you. And I really, really like um, this one, too. Never regret being a good person to the wrong people. Your behavior says everything about you, and their behavior says enough about them. I like That's that right. one. You know, there's not a problem. Be nice to everyone, even if you're nice to people that maybe you look back and say they took advantage of me or I shouldn't have been. Maybe I shouldn't be as nice. No, keep being nice to people. It's a great thing. Um, yeah, I like that quote quite a bit. All right, and with that. We here at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast would like to thank you for joining us. Woohoo! Please like and follow our Facebook page at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. You can reach us on the Twitter at Pod Damn Rick Spade, at Pod Damn Texas, or Pod Damn Idiots P1. And by email at Pod Idiots Podcast at Outlook.com. Also, I don't know if you guys knew this, but we're on YouTube. So please like our YouTube at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast and Wait, hit that subscribe button. I know. And also please like and subscribe and leave a five-star review, which we actually have somewhere, <laughs> kind of crazy, on your preferred podcast app, such as Apple, Google, Stitcher, Podbean, and now Amazon Music. And please, 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 tell your friends, tell your family and your loved ones and that creepy next door neighbor, that hot nurse that's taking your temperature while you try not to get an erection because that would be embarrassing. Your wife's boyfriend, the hot cashier at the candy shop, your bus driver, maybe your Uber driver, your taxi cab driver. Maybe your taxi cab and your bus driver is the same person, <clears throat> Rick. Your boyfriend's side piece. 
For the record, if I had an erection, I'd be able to solve this damn Rubik's Cube by now. The mechanic fixing your car. The hooker around the street corner. Your drug dealer. And tell anyone else that you come across to check out the Pod Damn Idiots podcast. See ya.